Last time on We'll Save. Fear. Fear is what lies in this room. Rick 19, confronted by a terrorized Belita, struggled to regain control of his own emotions. After gaining control of himself, Rick 19 was able to perceive that the fear permeating the room was originating from speakers located in the corners. After calling this out, our fire team came into the room one by one to resolve the situation. Here's with some lucky work at the door panel was able to shut down the speakers and end the fear factor. While our group found some release, the only release the Belita found was death. What's next for our companions? Find out this time on We'll Save. You know what I hate? What do you hate? Christmas. What? <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a Scrooge. Uh, you're a why Scrooge. Why do you hate Christmas? Did yeah. something happen to you? I, I think you've got to jump right in. There's no more context. I mean, yeah. Who, who d- doesn't have a personal tragedy that has happened during Christmas? But I mostly hate um, commercialism. Oh, that's that's a fair argument. I mean, my cousin posted something like two months ago that was Christmas trees already in the stores. And that's just, it's like Halloween hadn't even happened yet. Come on, yet. man. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But Halloween was just last week, so. I know. Yeah. Halloween was awesome. Yeah, yeah, but like you have to have the holiday, the Halloween, like, um, you know, you have to have the month to buy and set up for Halloween. True. And that was already being invaded by Christmas. Being and taken I, I over. Should- I should clarify. I don't Please. actually hate commercialism because I I do like to consume things. Yeah, but who doesn't? Who doesn't? But, and if you um, don't like to consume things, write in. Yeah, I'd like to hear from you. Yeah, but I think what I what I disapprove of of during Christmas is when people go like I don't know. Like, I just see like so many people trotting on others just to get you know like. The, the the black markets the Black Friday specials all the trampling of other people in the spirit yeah. of Christmas come on man they're trampling like their bodies trampling. and their spirits does, does that still happen I thought everything's just online now yeah so, I feel like Cyber you Monday know? is the new Black Friday you just plan for it you know and you just but trample people people will do anything to you know save like a few bucks because that's you true know, it's pretty they, dumb. they gotta get those goods for like the pressure to get you know presents and things it's too much man spread it out so i think it's i think it's still going to be a big thing there's a best buy just up the street from where i live and i'll drive home and even on non-black friday days i see lines to go in that store going around the block still even during for what for what What i wish i knew seriously i wish i knew the answer still not available save 200 bucks on a tv yeah could be game consoles could be that yeah 
Game consoles? Game consoles. And I still want a PS5. I mean, I do, I do I'm too. I'm surprised you don't have one yet. Oh, you don't really play console games so much, do you, Will? I do don't, you? because I don't have the latest and greatest, because it's too <laughs> impossible to get one. Mm. But if you played Xbox, you can just have Game Pass and play on your computer, or wherever That's you true. want. That's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hashtag I Game can Pass. do that, but then I'd have to give Microsoft more of my money. <laughs> As if you don't. Will, I understand your pain. I understand your pain. We should say that Will is a Linux guy. Just want yeah. to point that out. Die, Die hard. <laughs> I still oh haven't seen gosh. the ads for Linux Pass. I make my own games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was Linux uh, share price again last I checked? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Wow. So unless, unless you count Red Hat or any countless other thousands of companies that Linux supports. That's true. I, I, I probably the stock exchange itself. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably <laughs> that's, that's true. Probably that's true. true. Thanks, Linux. Thanks, Linux. Thanks, I, thanks I We're we're a pro Linux <laughs> podcast. One of the few. <laughs> you realize this is our first holiday season as a podcast, and this is what we're talking about: being pro Linux and how we hate commercialism. So it's good. We're being pro like really around good. Christmas time. Being pro some like organization that won't give us money to rep them either. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If, what, if Linux you, won't sponsor us? And yeah, then we issue Microsoft to talk about how we don't have PS5s. Cl- I will gladly yeah. tell people to line up around the block to buy your things if you want to sponsor us. Does Linux sell Linux machines or do you just buy a computer? And- no, you buy it from other companies and sell them. <laughs> so, someone was making a Linux phone at one point. Just but. like, does, does Microsoft make machines? I guess they make the Surface, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I am a proud user of the Surface Book 2. And he has the most technical problems on this podcast. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that is true. Oh, wow. That's good. Uh, yep. Bye-bye, uh, Microsoft sponsorship. That just reminded no, me of the time I, that, that, like... That's coincidence. Nick sent totally. a binary file, like, in Slack or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that <laughs> did. <laughs> that was a funny day. <laughs> We're like, we don't even know how that's possible. That's just surface. John- that was Rick the 19 understood yeah, it though. Yeah, of course he did. Uh, Rick nineteen understands. Yeah. So in so in general, I'm getting the feeling that we are kind of lukewarm on the whole holiday season. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it for the other things, mm. not for the vest. Yeah. Anyways, I do enjoy a, snow. We don't need, and I now dead. live in an area that has snow. You so do. That's cool. You are the only I one. Like yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to just send us a bunch of pics of you in you the snow, like, oh, the lowlands of Maryland, Sorry. the lowlands, the, low uh, lands of, the marshes well, of Maryland. Are we all? Isn't all of Maryland? No, but can't you like? Are there like mountains down over there to ski on stuff on the like, west? To take advantage? On the west side, but then you're you move into different states like West Virginia. West Virginia has the oh, Appalachia. Okay. Yeah, yeah, which is Maryland, beautiful. Maryland stops at the mountains. I think. Shit. But. Shout out to any <laughs> fans uh, who listen in West Virginia. We call them hills out here in California. They're definitely yeah, hills. That's are. one of the big things I miss about California is like always having a mountain in the backdrop. Yeah, it's definitely that's not true. a thing here. But you, you just look at the distance, there's like some snowy fucking mountain. Like. The Appalachians are like so much older than the mountains out here in California. Yeah, they've eroded. Yeah, they're that's, older why and, they're, and that's why they're just so like, low. Yeah. Apparently. So you're the, with the OGs. The, that's what's up. Apparently, like the Appalachia, like were connected way back in Pangaea days to like some mountains in 
uh, Scotland, and some other things. Like That's they were awesome. once all the same range. Yeah, wow. a long time ago. It's very old. Get your get your flat Earth the- theories out of here. I wish that, that we could just be back in the Pangea days. <laughs> hashtag one continent. One just dinosaurs going around like hey. before before there was like any, while we're trying to record. Yeah, before there was all this continent. Before we were all divided. Uh, yeah, we were when divided. That thing but, was everywhere. The, yeah, the continental divide. Yeah, giant fucking like, like, uh, caterpillars. Was, come on, I was working up to that guy. That one. Continental like divide. The continental yeah. divide. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It, it divided us. I'll give it you to know? you. No, okay. I've been there. I don't think it's punishment worthy. Uh, no, I wasn't going for a punishment. I was just going for a bad joke. Do you not shoot for the stars, Kev? No. <laughs> Aim for the moon, because then you're guaranteed to hit the stars. Yeah, or you'll just miss entirely and go into orbit around Earth, which is what you did with that joke. So it's fun. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> just floating out there. Like Recognize a... the joke. SpaceX joke or what? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It just keeps going. Yeah, just like your joke. In orbit. In orbit. One day we'll we'll know. One day we're we'll downriver, John. We're downriver. Did you guys hear about the uh, <laughs> um, the message in a bottle that was found off the coast of Hawaii that was thrown in the water in Japan in like forty years ago or something? No. No. Yeah, that happened. What did it say? Um, I think I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really read if, about if it. If you find this, email me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forty years ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Like the seventies? One of the eighties? They, they knew it was old because it was a hotmail email. Here's <laughs> here's my fax number. Here's my AOL. Oh, they still, still use faxes fax. in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Please Japan message me on ICQ. People still ICQ. people still use faxes in the medical uh, sector as well. Mil- military and medical, just because those files are HIPAA be compliant. HIPAA compliant, and they're secure mm. forms of uh, transmitting me- transmitting messages. I, I don't even know how to fax. Yeah. That's like... If yeah. somebody was like, you need to fax this or else I'm going to shoot you. You have to have a cover page and you, you have, have to know the why? phone number. Wait, really? Because if you're if you're faxing confidential information... It has to say confidential information. Well, it, the cover page covers up any of the confidential information. Mm. It comes out first. Wow. Okay. It's also just well, like, I think, protocol to... Just, so, okay, but it's not like... Faxes aren't encrypted, are they? Uh, I think they technically... They, they're I not, know they... They're, they're not hacked. Hacked. They're not enabled to be hacked, I don't think, because it's over the phone line. Oh, that's a big deal, I guess. But you could, like, wiretap somebody and receive the same facts. I don't know, man. I'm not a hacker. It's your guys' domain. Or I could probably, like, hit the print header or something <laughs> and scrape it. I don't even know what that means. Well, what language are you talking about? Linux? Uh, talking OPSEC. I don't know. <laughs> so... Sounds like we're all pro holiday. This is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Christmas. That's this is good. <laughs> Just this is a great intro. Really. This is great. Christmas. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. I, uh, guys out there, let us know what your favorite holiday is, okay? And tweet us or something. Also, let us know if you still use a fax machine. <laughs> fax us. <laughs> fax us. Please, fax us. Please, please, teach us. <laughs> please teach Kelly to use a fax machine. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, please do. I have that problem too, but I just send it on, I think like sendafax.com works. What? Um, interesting. Where you oh, use wow. an email and it, fa- it automatically faxes it for you. Can That's we get cute. sponsored by Sendafax? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. I didn't know this Say you use a fax. Send me the memes you really mean. Will you please send my message home to me? Oh, all I want. Did you just yeah. write He'll this? He'll write a theme. A holiday theme for you. Nick Belcher will compose a jingle for your company. 
That was All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Bastardized for fax machines. Yeah, no, but right. did, you just did that, though, off the top of your head. You just yeah. did yeah. that. Yeah. That, that was glorious, happened. dude. That was really good. Yeah. Do it again. That was, that was, was great. Yeah. Props. <laughs> Props. I'm, I'm ecstatic about it. I'm more than ecstatic. So... To slow that down, it was say you'll send the facts of the memes you really mean. Will you please send a message home to me? Sounds like a nineties commercial. This, like that, that sounds like so good. you have an advertisement. You just need an advertiser. Yeah, Nick. I think so. <laughs> I think if and when we were ever to do ads here on the podcast, they would just be you singing the ad yeah, the all, entire all time. I mean, yeah. actually, it would have to become. It would have to come as at a premium. Because I mean, to be honest, yeah. Yeah, because when no, you have talent, anyone can pay me to you know shill. I don't know, but Nick sings for free. But that's the point. <laughs> he just said you shouldn't. <laughs> well, you're just far, like, far listeners. Nick he just put singing. me off. <laughs> Nick, that wasn't a bad thing. That was just you just sang. <laughs> I mean, I sing for free, but I mean, I should charge because I'm that good. You should charge. You're, you yeah. absolutely it's should. Like you should be a professional money. singer or something. Yeah, yeah you're like golden, yeah. man. We got like, like you trained or something. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. By the way, school. Did, did you go to Berkeley School of Music? Oh no, oh, Will! Yeah. No, no, well, no! Will. It was a joke. No. Will, was a bad joke. even I'm gonna just step <laughs> in here. The rest gonna step in. No, no. It's supposed to be funny because I mentioned it what before in an episode. You did. Never mind. And we probably got mad at you then too. We probably yeah, got did. mad then too. Three out of That's five what... of us went to a real school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a real football team and a real football coach. Okay, yeah. Right, Kev? Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> Wait, you did USC lose, Kevin? Is that what happened? Uh, this whole season, it's been terrible. But anyways, oh, moving, moving on, carry on. You know what we should do. <laughs> we should play. Yeah, let's let's play. Let's play. Yeah, let's I do stole it. your line. Sorry, John, that was your line. Let's, let's play. play. Wait, no, you didn't steal my line. It's cool. I'll just send you a fax with an insult. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do one of those things that we in the industry call a recap. Take it back. Think about. Thank you. That was good. That was good. That was a little late, but it was good. It was like you faxed it to me. <laughs> so, I want to say that last week we found our passengers rested and recovered. The toil of several dangerous encounters, including a skirmish with a feral alien known as a gray bounder who forced you into retreat. All of this wore down your bodies and your minds. So you, you decided to explore other doors, hoping to find out more, find out more clues about the crumbling environment all around you. Instead, danger appears to wait around every corner as first you find a ferrofluid magnetic ooze, this technological creature, a byproduct of toxic industrial environments and chemicals. First, that was quickly melted away by you, our fresh-faced passengers. But what you found next, however, was equally, if not more disturbing, a room containing an experimental fear technique that transmits low-frequency sound or infrasound to elicit uncertainty, fear, and dread in any who hear it. And unfortunately, a bleed-in 
that had been trapped there and felt compelled by the frequency attacks you, all the while pleading and begging you to make it stop. And you shut off the frequency, and she collapses to the floor. And as you all begin to explore the room, Rick19, you went to check on her, and, and she has... She has just enough energy to say that she'll never make it back as her eyes roll back in her head. And she finally, perhaps for the first time in a long time, feels peace as she passes in your arms. So, Rick, what are you thinking? The four of you are in this room. I'll go to roll 20 and bring you guys over. Nick is smiling. I feel like oh. you enjoyed that moment. Get out of here. <laughs> Rude. No, Rick is like <laughs> devastated. Like he, 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 he recognized from the very beginning of like entering this room and like the responses and just like the interactions. He recognized that this wasn't an active hostile. It, they, they were being forced to do this. And, and we corrected it. We, we turned off the sound and then she died in his arms as he's trying to save her. And I think he's he's devastated by that. It, it's never easy to watch somebody die, especially somebody who's innocent. And, okay. You know. Yeah. yeah. Not what I expected to hear from you, but no, I'm glad that you not what I expected her way murder about this passing centipede thing. Murder, 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 So murder. what do you guys want to do? I believe here's you were going... Dr. Okay, first you went over to the computers to see if you could find out anything more about it. I think here's you went over there too. Nico, you were going to destroy the uh, loudspeakers that were emitting this frequency. There's no threat from these loudspeakers. And there's a dead Belidin in front of Rick. Mm-hmm. Can I... Can I do like a knowledge check of some sort to it be a pride culture to know where Belitas are like from? Yeah, that's fine. I, only, I, I, I think, and I'm going to ask Doctor Okay about you, it because he's mm, he's okay. He's within earshot. Doctor yes. Doctor Okay, do you happen to know where Belitas are? I, what is the word for it? I'm running a blank. Sorry. Their origin. Yeah, their their natural habitats. That are yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm. Kevin speaking, not Rick. <laughs> yes, I uh, will probably to have to roll some sort of roll to try and understand that question, Robit. I think you guys did that last time, though. Uh, not to know where they're from. Okay. I rolled a 20 with a plus two on culture. So 22 to know, like, what planet is their origins? What planets are they from? They are from the Belita's home. The Belita's home planet is called Zephyga. And they were only really, I think, discovered probably a few decades ago. And they are considered miners again because they have these like there are arthropodding creatures with this like chitinous body that looked like what would you say like a 
maybe maybe like a centipede, but then like a centaur centipede because yeah. their upper body is like vertical. I mean, she right? she looked menacing, like yeah, centipede like kind of, but their their plates are like metal and they cover their whole body, um, and they yeah they mine and they can go deep into planets and their home planet is the Figa. Are they playable characters? Because that's going to be my backup character. I think they are. They are playable <laughs> characters. There's no reason why you can't be a Bolita. Sounds something mm. I don't want to be. Yes, what he said. Also, one thing I like this line in their thing in the Alien Archive too. Digging is a euphoric activity for Bolitas. And they spend a large portion of their lives creating new tunnels and caves to house their ever-expanding populations. Well, Rick was going to try to find some kind of, like, item on on this poor Belita and try to take it back to the homeworld. But he doesn't plan on going down to mines anytime soon. So he's just going to perform, like, a last rites. <laughs> Close her eyes and let, okay. and let, let her lay there. Are you, okay. No, seriously, yeah. Rick, Rick is going to do almost like he's going to, like, cross her arms over lay her weapon down beside her and, and almost put her out in like a ceremonial like she's a victim of this, this she's not just okay. another monster we ran into give me a perception check what oh my god 18 on the die for and a plus 6 so it's 24 for perception 24 that's a really great uh, perception you get the sense their their heads are armored in the in the front like in their forehead and then going back but there's a part of it where on the side where it's unarmored because they have these antennae that are coming up and you can tell that there's something it's like something went oh, off like in their with head the grays earlier mm. okay yeah or maybe something like, was implanted wait. there and it's some sort of constraint did we cover... Is there it? any evidence of that? Could we, like, examine the the body? If you wanted to do a medicine check, uh, I, I, I could say that with the right role, you could confirm whether you think like, that's so the So as Rick yeah. is doing it, he, he turns to Dr. Okay. Do- Dr. Okay, uh, I it appears a- as if something happened to this Bolita as well. Can you please investigate it further? Yes. I... I... Mm, yes. I see. And I rolled a 18 plus 12. I'll support. That's awesome. With a 30. 7 so a 36, I support. You aid. Yeah. Well, are, you can't aid if you're not trained in medicine, I am right? trained in medicine now. That's right. You are. You are. You are. Because I ran a that. medicine check on her last time, and you told me it wasn't good enough. That's true. And I scored like really good on that medicine check, too. You you are certain, Dr. Okay. I'm really sad about this Belita dying. <laughs> like... You are certain, Doctor Okay, that that uh, there was some sort of um, cortex bomb. And given that this Bolita, she was in this room where there's testing going on, probably something done by the Greys, and that's what that's what ultimately killed her. And I I get why you're sad, Kev. This is the first individual, especially since leaving the Chimera, right? Because people died on the Chimera. And you're like, what the what the hell's going on? Then now that you've come out, this is the first being that you've met that is uh, one not actually aggressive, and two is kind of 
kind of like you in a way. Like can, they're can here, I do, they, they don't know what's going on. Can I do like a retroactive medicine check to see if everybody on the Chimera that just passed out yep. randomly at the end same died from the same cortex bomb? Like Lozu uh, and the pirates. And- also, Nico wants to ask Dr. OK if he's able to do a scan of our bodies to see if we have yeah, yeah, any. I'm, I'm just thinking the same <laughs> thing. Uh, I perhaps could tune my custom micro lab. I don't know, actually, but uh, yeah, I'd love to do that. Give me a roll. Uh, give me a wisdom check, Kev. A wisdom check? I don't know if I Rick have. And, Rick and here's. I don't have any wisdoms. You have zero wisdom? I have zero wisdom, yeah. I have a seven for that. Um, seven for that. One moment. Pierce? Uh, Twelve. Twelve? Okay. You, Rick, you're not quite sure, but here's is like, the way, maybe right as this Bolidian died, here's you... Although you're across the room, all the lights are on in here, right? So you look across the room and you were able to watch the Bleeding die. And the way that the Bleeding's eyes rolled back into her head reminds you of the way that, for instance, exactly. uh, low superhero's yeah. eyes rolled back in her head. So 12, 12 is not enough to confirm. That, but it, but you can link something. You don't have anything uh, saying it's not the case. I mean, what is this? I guess this Bleeding is from, I don't know. I maybe I, this wasn't grown in it's a from here, though. Like it was literally like the taken plant. here. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah well, I think it's got to be the same. So here's tells that to the group. Um, that the way that this guy died looks a lot like how everyone else died on the Chimera. Reminds me about how Lozu died. Eyes rolling in the back of her head before collapsing, etc. Now that you say that, I remember that as well. It, it it did look quite familiar. I wish we had time to go back and investigate. I wish we did. There's another rumble. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Let's get out of it. Let's go. I just don't want to run. <laughs> I don't want to stay in this hellhole any longer. We already got off all the information we could from these computers, right? Like, we tried to scrape info, and it was... Wait, wait, before we go any further, we, we have to think about this. Is it possible that we have these same cortex bombs located in our spines? Doctor. Like, that was like a open question to all of you. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I can check for that, but I can try, right? I feel like you can, because you have your both your chemalizer and... Describe to me the like exact equipment that you have. You got your med kit. Uh, I have a <laughs> you have medical supplies, you testing have a materials, pharma, pharmaceutical compounds, and um, equipment to evaluate medical conditions and perform several additional tasks described below. Um, do all kinds of stuff like med kit, chemalizer. That's probably like the two big ones. So, like the chemalizer. That's what I thought. It's like a wand tipped with a nozzle for sampling different chemicals so I could like mm-hmm. trace maybe like chemical alloys and like whatever's you know in that cavity to see if there's common maybe I could probe us <laughs> do you have any type of like I don't know magnetic do you have any type of MRI capability in that part of the custom micro lab also allows for 
attunement to other creatures and individuals. Like I can readily identify, let's see, tune your microbiotic creatures in excess of this number. Once attuned, I can inject you guys. Like I can deliver drugs directly to you without um, having to make a roll for it. But how does that search for a bomb in our own heads? So I, I would feel like I could be able to sample through that same process, right? Yeah. My thought is maybe that if you had something that could scan, then that's the first way, just like Nico was saying, right? If you had some sort of MRI, that's 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 the best way you just get an image of your body. And uh, the other way would be, yeah, that you sample. And what I would maybe say is that you would have to take time, yeah. either like an hour or something to try and like work through and just make a roll it, I wouldn't make it super hard but the point is that you have to do the research to see if you can pull anything out from that blood sample yeah I so I, I tell Rick and the others like I could start working right away on this but it will take some time and uh, you know science isn't always exact in the sense I, I still have that laser drill if you need to use that <laughs> well, I always um, need a laser drill Miko's also going to suggest, and before he does it, he wants to ask the game master. Um, with Nico the custom- the game master, he Nico oh, listens no. to the sky. Nick's going to ask. Sorry, Nico. <laughs> Nick- oh, game master. Nico is praying to some foreign god. <laughs> Nick- Guys, what is Nico doing? Right. I'm asking John here. With the parts that I've accrued, and with the combination of Doctor OK's custom micro lab, could they kind of fabricate some sort of primitive MRI device that might be able to scan? I don't think you could do that within like the course of an hour. I think you would... Could we do that over the course of a couple... I mean, it makes more sense to try and do an ultrasound in that case with like with the speakers that are found here in this room, but... We could do that. No. If you guys want to do that, I'm going to... Oh, good. I, I think that's... I think we try to just do the like the attunement route. Or try to find some equipment here that might be able to help us know whether or not, like, who's at the control of these devices, right? Like, setting them off. Is it, you know, is it like a remote operator or is it like somebody, you know, programmed them to go off if certain conditions are met? Well, there was a camera. Um, but, yeah, Rick, Rick will say that out loud. Like, if you guys don't have the capability now, we should just keep our eyes open and keep moving. This place is about to collapse. Agreed. Let's uh, let's try to do that later. You need help getting that out of that head, Doctor. Okay, that sample. Uh, I think I've. Could I, John, GM, Almighty GM, um, okay, could you master. tell us? Uh, can I sample and take it to go? Yeah. 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 Cool. Nico, to yeah. cut her head off. Nico wants to see whatever he can scavenge from a technology standpoint from the room. Okay. Quickly. So, Dr. OK, you're going to sample the bleeding or each other? Uh, the cavity where I believe the, um, the, the device that caused the explosion within the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to sample. I want to do tissue samples from various parts that I think are biased for um, like that chemical and then I'm going to sample parts that are that I think are you know like liver you Mm -hmm. know kidney 
time you do a full autopsy. Right. Yeah, if you if you want to do a full one, I'm going to say it's going to just picking up two two sets of samples. Okay. One from the infection site and one from the rest of the body to see if there's like a I can isolate, and then later on I will try to isolate those from us if you know. I'm trying to detect trace elements of something that I don't know exists that exploded okay. in somebody's head. Right? I think it's pretty easy to to use your uh, your tools, but as you go up and you this massive creature is on the ground. I mean, they're not large, but they are a big arthropodan creature. And so it must I don't know if you're doing this like dispassionately. Or if you're like, I'm really sorry, you know, but you no, are able to kind of. I I, I make a, a solemn prayer to my my deity, Yara Isa, and I approach and I, with all the respect, I seek to understand the knowledge so that I may keep this horror from other people. Yeah, it feels like it feels like when you're like hunting and you use all parts of the animal it's like you're you're just not that Bubbleton is an animal but this same mentality of like this is like meant to to like their death uh helps you out it's not in vain before i forget is that spear can you tell us what that spear is is it better than my tactical axe <laughs> is it better than your tactical axe yeah. it is a, a tactical pike <laughs> Is that better than your than your? I gotta look it up, but <laughs> yeah, Tactics. I don't have the stats in front of me right now. Advanced or I guess it is just advanced. a tactical. That's probably the base one, for whatever that is. Oh, tactical. So, yeah, Doctor OK, you you do go up. You are able to reach and feel. You kind of maybe grimacing or maybe not. You're you're a trained professional, so maybe not. You are able to kind of move some of the chitinous plate out of the way, or at least get your your like analyzer in there and pull yeah pull up some tissue from the back of her head and then you are able to find a soft spot maybe on the rest of her body and pull up another tissue and put that in a vial oh so nico you are looking for material I, yep. I will say that what i texted you earlier about uh i, I think i had said that it was like what, what what did I say? It was about twenty five UPBs um, plus some gold and, and silver wiring. It was yeah. Hold on, let me yeah. just read it exactly. Um, twenty five UPBs as well as twenty five credits of gold and silver wires that together weigh about one bulk. Yeah, they probably don't weigh about one bulk because I'm realizing that one bulk is a lot. So I probably it wouldn't be one bulk, but given everything that you have picked up already, that might start to be totaling around one bulk. Mm-hmm. So it's not a lot. But you are able to pull a little bit of stuff. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, while they're clearing out the room, Rick tells them, like, looks back and just says, I'm going to start moving forward. Yes. I think that's a good idea. And there's no other way okay. out of this room, right? There's only one door? Correct. Okay, so yeah, he's going to head back into the hallway and, and kind of just, like, scan the hallway while they're working on their stuff. Nico's okay. going to kind of have his back up to the wall and by the door with his pistol kind of facing toward the ceiling and his sword kind of by his side while watching everybody go out the room. Okay. Just kind of bringing up the rear. Okay. Yeah, so you all walk out back into the hallway where the there's just a 
puddle on the floor where that pharaoh fluid ooze was. It's a little sticky, kind of burnt. The air smells like burned plastic a little bit. Uh, it's, it's not a very great odor. And you all start to... There's still the door to your uh, to your right, if you're looking in the hallway. There's a door on the right. Yeah, so there's there were three doors. The one we came from, the one we just came out of, those are across the hall from each other, and then there's a third door on the same side as the the room we just came out of. Um, and so Rick is going to head over and, and kind of wait for them when he's ready. And he's going to pull out his azimuth laser artillery laser for this one. Did you take the tactical pike? No. It's only one D eight. Doctor Okay, if you have proficiency with but, melee weapons, that wouldn't be the worst weapon for you, dude. Doctor Okay, you probably should take it if you have advanced melee, because uh, it Ooh. also has a plus ten it's a ten uh, foot reach, so you can be mm. two squares away instead of one. It's pretty good for attacking. Fun. I don't nice. believe that I have advanced melee. Do you take it, Doctor Okay? Uh, I I don't know if I could wield such a weapon. Hmm. I, I don't think I have advanced melee proficiency. Ah, double check, okay. make sure it's advanced. I thought it was when I looked, but I'd, I'd have to dig deeper, and I don't personally care to. <laughs> All right, so you guys walk up to the door. It looks like Rick is at the door. Here's Nico and Doctor. Okay, you're standing a little ways away, but you're. Ready no, to it's see the door what up happens. here. Are they? Yep. Okay. I'm going to stand and right there. And if they're all ready, then Rick's going to push the button and hold his gun up. Okay. Uh, you walk up, walking away from. I, I can imagine it must be a little odd to walk away from this creature that died and then you left it there and you just have to move on. So. As you step forward, press the button, the door opens, and your view of this room is dominated by a jagged crack that splits the northern wall and it extends onto the floor and onto the ceiling. And as soon as you open the door, it just this rush of air you feel like like the air is frigid cold there's pale ice that fills this crack in the wall the wall looks like a like a demonic grin full of flat serrated icy teeth what's weird is that there are bolts mounts wires hanging from the, the ceiling and the wall that show where objects might have once been but in all other ways the room is completely empty and I will reveal it there's one light in the northern left corner one purple light that just barely casts out any light but in general it's just an empty frigid cold room with this crack in the middle of it I'm going to do perception. I'll do that with you, Kev. 13 plus 6 is a 19. 13 plus 7 is 20. 15. 19, 20. Here's 15. Here's you got what, sorry? Uh, 15. 15. 
it looks like it looks like everything that you see the room appears totally empty there's one dim light and just a giant crack filled with this pale ice you're a giant crack filled with pale ice John ah it's like music. So Rick, Rick steps into the room. Um, <laughs> does a 27 get me anything? Sorry, Doctor. Okay, what? Does 27 get me anything? You don't see anything more than what they see. Oh, Rick's in the room, so, uh, so whatever happens, happens now. Yeah, Rick's already in the room. Um, okay. Is the crack indic? Can we? Is like is there any indication? Is it from? This destruction, or is it from you know with all the shaking and rumbles? Give me, give me a, an engineering or physical science, or if any of you have a profession that maybe would help with that. I have a twenty on engineering. I have engineering I as well. Twenty <laughs> from Doctor. Okay, I assist with a twenty-seven. I have a so. four. Um, <laughs> all right. That is a 16 plus 9. That's 25 on my engineering check. Okay, so everybody but Rick. Rick, you think that this is just a cool part of the room. Whoa, look at that giant crack. It's cool. God, whoa, that's Ooh. huge. Silly that's Rick. crazy. It kind of looks Rick, like a crack. you should crack. stay away from that crack, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> you think that this crack came from some sort of damage. It's likely the case that this damage and the source of this damage is external out beyond whatever is on the other side of this wall and whatever happened it blew through and whatever was here was pulled through the crack and the crack is both ice and you think maybe some sort of emergency sealant I don't like think that we up. should uh, remain in this room. Perhaps we should back out and uh, lock it. Not so fast, though, Doctor. Okay, I think we should investigate the room. Maybe see if there's another way through. So far you as we've seen, there isn't another the- door to okay. go to any other part of the ship. Wait, wait. This is something I wanted. There to is another. I, f- I forgot, and I just didn't bring it up uh, earlier. Was um, the whole thing with that feral bounder? Um, he said that was an airlock door. So we still don't know where we are, if we're on a planet or a spaceship or an asteroid. We don't know. But the room that the airbounder was in was was technically an airlock. So And I, then there's there was a door on the other side of that room. There was yeah, another door in there. Yeah, yeah. So it was like an airlock chamber. Right, but I was saying for Nick, because Nick was like, there's no other door. I was like, there there was a door there. Oh, no, that's the way out. Like, that's the only way out we know of so far. This is the only, there's yeah. no, we went through every other door except for this room and that airlock. So, like, we're going to have to go fight that bounder at some point is what it seems like. Unless we melt this, this crack and go through this way. That's probably not a good mm, idea. I think it would decompress this. No, I guess we have suits, but. I'm, I'm of the mind with Dr. Okay. I don't think we should melt the crack here. I think we should. I th- I think that would cause a decompression blast. Yeah, I, mean, I would concur with that. Hmm. Um, there and can I see the end of this wall here? Since I do have dark vision. Yeah, uh, let me. It's just covered in shadows on my roll twenty. Oh, yeah, yeah it, it, it's it's just a wall. 
It's just um, a wall. So there's nothing else significant in this room except for the giant crack. Just the giant crack. Here, you, you just walked out, but give me a either. Just <sighs> technically, I never got in. I just let Dr. OK get through if he needed to, in case that's an, okay. relevant to Can what I you're going in, to say. I, but go I, I was going to have somebody give me either a mysticism check or since you cast okay. magic. Uh, oh, uh, well, my mysticism is good. I'll, I'll do it. So I'm a mystic. Yeah. Well, it's just a 16, but maybe you felt it with the rush of frigid air then. So give me a mysticism check. 16. I'm going to roll intimidation on the ice. Roll intimidation on the ice. <laughs> 16. Oh, I also have to check magic. I can, I'm going to use uh, my life science uh, to identify by mysticism. Nico's, okay. Nico Easy. wants to take a look to see if there's any technology in the room, any type of computers, cameras, anything. Okay, so let's go one by one. Uh, let's start with Rick. You intimidated the ice. What do you say? Yeah, he just points the laser and he, and he like pulls the trigger just enough to like charge it up. And he's like, "You better tell these guys everything you know." <laughs> but Rick, can, Please, I, I, I rolled no. a seventeen on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little mouth there. No. Tomorrow's my daughter's kids in Europe. Please, no. Here's Rick's just 19 is such going. a murder. Rick is going insane. Ice. Yeah, pretty much. He's lost it. Finally. Yeah, so Rick's going insane. Yep. Uh, Dr. OK, you do compression. Or, uh, uh, I, I use my uh, pious scientist ability. Uh, uh, praying once again to Yari's. Uh, uh, to identify something normally identified by mysticism, uh, I can use life science. That's uh, neat. Yep. So I rolled a 16, plus my life science is 13 for 29. And here's what you get on yours? Just, uh, 17, I think. 17. And, Nico, what was your perception check? Perception check? Uh, it's not very good. <laughs> That's a 1 plus whatever is 7. That's an 8. You don't need much to know that this room is empty. There's nothing. All right. There's nothing. There's nothing that remains. Here's maybe as the door opened again, you you felt it with the the frigid air, and you didn't think about it, except as soon as your mind locked onto it, it's like a it's like a scent that you're like, oh, I I definitely know, I definitely recognize this, and I'm trying to think, Doctor Okay, of how you might feel this maybe it's like you I'm trying to think of a way to, to tie in the pious scientist with like the mysticism check here uh, the, my my deity speaks to me in a mm. spirit that informs my intellect uh, how to how to proceed and what I should look into and what clues I can identify so maybe as you're praying this this chill comes over you that's not from the frigid air and both of you I think independently realize that there was magic in here there's a faint aura if you had cast detect magic here's there's a faint aura of extra planar magic and that extra planar magic is tainted with supernatural evil and Dr. OK, as soon as you feel that, because you succeeded so well on your DC, you know that the energy here is abyssal in nature. It's probably that something demonic was once 
right here in this room and now is gone. This, this is not good. Something evil has been here to cause this, to, to be, to wield it somehow. I don't know, but something dark and evil. Can, can we just review what you guys found on that computer in the beginning? One room was for infrasonic, infra, what's the word? Infrasonic weapons. Yeah, infrasonic weapons. Another room was transmorphic weapons. Could this room be the demonic weapons they were talking about? Did, did they possibly interact with the, a demonic side and cause the destruction of their own laboratories? It's certainly a possibility, though. It did say on the system that they were only partially successful. Also, I'd like to point out that I've it's been my experience that evil is note is in action, not in alignment. Maybe hashtag liabilities. Hashtag liabilities. <laughs> so what makes you say what makes you say this was evil? I will jump in here and just tell you that uh, not not to disprove your theory, but it's just in the sense that like technically the creature is evil. Yeah. Like it is an evil creature. Mechanico. He'll be like, as a magic user, there are really truly things that are evil by nature. And he's also just gonna do uh detect magic real quick just to see if he can because I think he can figure out yeah, certain spells. Nico. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You may that. not be evil. You're just a bad person. <laughs> it just does bad things. Thanks, Rick19. <laughs> I just go by what people want and what I want and make sure it aligns. But what we are talking about here is truly demonic. And the greys were messing with that. Yes. What what they want is destruction for everything. We don't know that. We don't know what they want. We haven't talked to the, one of these things yet. No, that's that is their nature. John. Hmm. I cast detect detect magic. Can I find anything else besides this? What you just said. You don't know too much other than that. Obviously, there's some sort of hybrid of science and magic going on here. Okay. Well, I guess from this role, I might now know that it's abyssal without having to ask Rick. You, right. Yeah. You yeah. would know right from okay. uh, without having to ask Dr. Okay. I'll also say that, you know, from everything you said before, it's like you weren't entirely successful, but something did happen here. We talked bef- before about how, like, they, there were a lot of iterations of things and then something happened. Okay. Like, and, and whatever's here is probably that something. Is there anything in the room, any kind of text on the walls or any notebooks laying around? Because you know, two of us speak Aklo, so we would at least be able to understand. I can read Abyssal, actually, but I don't think there's anything. That's awesome. No, there's not. There's nothing in here. What? And just a Nico, spell. Nico's going to ask the group, like, what is this Abyssal? I'm not really a very... I don't have a lot of faith as part of a religious background here. I don't even know if I truly believe in these parlor tricks. Like you guys say it's abyssal. Like it's just some <laughs> fundamental law of the universe that something is evil. Explain this to me. I just found that people act according to their nature and wants. Abyssal is a demonic nature. There are creatures from it. They're chaotic. They're so evil. Well, they're from a place called the abyss. What do Demons. they want? depends on the one they're really selfish and uh they just want to cause harm like psychopaths you know death they want everything to be like their 
the pit of death. I don't know. And what is in the abyss? I don't want to find out. Suffering. If you guys are right, then we probably will. Let's might as well attach it out now. We gotta know our enemy first. If they are our enemy. Here's doing an internet check, but um he can't uh, <laughs> determine anything. Going tangent. Nico is gonna tangent. do kind of like a culture check just to kind of see what the short store any kind of tall tales in his mind they would be tall tales. He might have heard about this. Hmm, but it wouldn't okay. be tall tale. Would it, John? I'm saying Depending Nico's. On, I mean, per- if he was, I'm saying Nico's it, perception with that he would he would interpret them as tall tales. Everyone else, it would, would be like that. a culture check. So, if he was a sheltered kid, you know, raised within a, in a society that didn't believe in the supernatural, then it's possible. It's a twenty-two for culture. Twenty-two for culture. Oh, I uh, will also do that. I, I, yeah, can I roll culture also? Sure, that's fine. Uh, twenty uh, eighteen. I was gonna say twenty-four. Maybe on something that would be akin to like an All Saints Day, or something that was trying to tie people and corporations and governments that people wanted to call perverse, then they would invoke the abyss because the abyss is it's it's a plane, it's a layered plane that starts as like giant canyons and yawning chasms in the fabric of some of the outer planes and it's just a perversion of freedom it's like a nightmare realm with demons as well as some of the oldest beings Nico's gonna kind of relay that to the rest of the group and like the stories I heard were of demons and ancient beings older than the universe itself things that any rational person would couldn't possibly believe doesn't make sense it doesn't it doesn't add up just because you haven't seen something doesn't mean it doesn't exist also some some people like we know of people who have seen these things right hey personally i've met quite a few people i haven't met anybody who does that in the starfinder universe yeah but like like, nico might not have you gotta keep that like buy artifacts from like the abyss there are things like uh, there's something called a fever stone uh, or abyssium, which is like yeah. a radioactive metal that it, it is basically you can like, tr- it allows it's like trade the, goods. the connection between the material plane and the abyss. It's like saying Japan doesn't exist. No, but it's like like think about Nico Nico's perspective. Is he he was raised you know as this as a single child as part of this corporation that like they could buy anything and everything. So like to him. None of it's like none of it has like real. It's not real, right? Like it would be like him. It would be like somebody today being super rich and then buying like I don't know, the Ten Commandments on stone and and just thinking like yeah, they're just rocks and they're cool artifacts like the uh, of the history. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 a um, cognitive dissonance going on in his world. Yeah, like he doesn't realize okay. it. He doesn't so recognize it. Exactly. Want to engage with cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. Say again. As, as a character. Say, say again. Like if you're not, if you're not present, I can't, I can't, exp- I can't, I don't know where to begin. And then he walks off. <laughs> that's a, that's mm. a very valid argument. Yeah. And then he walks away. Okay. Here's just but intimates. Rick, Rick will, Nico, it's yeah, real. Rick will All put right. his hand on his shoulder and and be like, I I I understand where you're coming from. I have not experienced anything beyond what we have here. 
I, I can see where you would see fallacy in the things in front of you. And he pats him. He just kind of like squeezes and walks off. For all of you, this might be the first time that you're in a place where it would be like us as a group walking in someplace and being like, oh, there's a demonic ritual going on here. Cool. I knew that that happened, but uh, now I'm here. I'm literally here. It's like when you go to like any like major historic site and you're like, this is where it happened. It's right like here. ghosts. Like we all we all know ghosts exist, but like none of you have experienced it but me. Well, I, I don't know if, if they do that exist. That was a joke. Thanks for one That was subtle. Yeah, because like Kevin just has a host of really cool ghost stories, but thanks for flexing with your <laughs> yeah. ghost stories. Yeah, it's cool. Guilty is charged uh, with the ghost uh, stories. Yeah. Sorry we haven't experienced so what do you guys horrible do? shit like that. But Nico's just kind of... Everyone else is going to leave the room first. Nico's just going to be kind of... He's going to look around the room a little bit kind of in disbelief, but he also can't shake what he's seeing either. Mm. So he's going to take a deep exhalation and he's going to put his pistol up in the air and grip his sword just a little bit tighter. Just a little bit tighter. But he's also... And as he breathes out... He sees a fog coming out of his mouth. I, I like that, too. I like that, Kev. Thanks for that. That was really good, actually. I, I mean that sincerely. Um, you do that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really cool, cool image. And This is a cold place. <laughs> and Nico is just going to... He's also going to think about what Rick said. And he's going to think about the action, too. And the first thought was, that was an oddly human thing for an android to do. And he's just gonna just take a note of that and move on. But okay. it's it, it was it's something that he's made an observation of. Okay. So what do you guys want to do now? You all walk out. Rick's gonna discuss with the group at, like as soon as Nick, like Nick Nico comes out of the room, like the, the four of us are together. He he's gonna just say like, "There's only one path forward, and it's through that monster." I think we're ready this time. Yes. Nico's going to be like, told you we'd have to fight him. <laughs> no one disagreed. We fight on our terms. Well, you already agreed to go first, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, and just to be clear, like, that is the only, like, the way through that bounder is the only door left. We don't have any other options here. We didn't miss any other hallways or something. That You're fairly confident there's no other way out. Nico's gonna pause. Nico's gonna hold the group here. He's like, guys, we need a strategy. And he's gonna say, "Do does anybody have any grenades left? I have one incendiary, gra- incendiary grenade. All right. Also, here's your supercharge works pretty well from my experience. Here's our it plan. Does. We're if gonna you go can make the shot, you'll be good. What's up, Nico? Here's our plan. We're going to go ahead and we're going to pre-program the door to only open slightly, just slightly enough for a grenade to go through the aperture, and then we'll close it again. The grenade will detonate, and at that point, the next time we open the door, it's going to be supercharged time, and we're just going to take shots and light the thing up. Sounds good. Um, I can supercharge that weapon, because that's a weapon. You can supercharge a grenade. Well, I think it's a, it's a weapon, right? Technically. No, not the grenade. The supercharged the <laughs> artillery laser. I mean, uh, if you can supercharge a grenade, that might be... <laughs> can I? I don't know. I mean, it says... Just I I'd have to read supercharge. You got, you, yeah. Just you says, pull it up and see? It, says it like just says weapon? Target weapon. Literally anything. Damn. 
target one weapon. It's not specific. So, I will say that I don't know that grenades are technically considered weapons, in like according to the rulebook. Okay. I think they are, so I feel like you can. What would it do? It would probably just add maybe another d6. Four, right? four or, d6, I think. Yeah, four d6 additional damage. Because it's two d6, so no, it's a, it would add four d6. Yeah, it does. Four d6 additional damage to the damage that's dealt by the weapon. That's intense. That's why it's crazy. I mean, it's under ranged weapons. On then I then, then I think you could supercharge a grenade. <laughs> I was gonna say you can. All right, I'll bless this grenade. I'm not gonna say no to cool stuff. And uh, well, let's do it's it. A holy hand grenade. I think that's a good idea, Nico. Yeah, and it's it's right on the weapons table. We should make sure uh, that bounces in there. So. I don't want to waste a supercharge. But yeah, let's do it. All right, let's. I, I think that we should throw the grenade and supercharge my my artillery laser. I agree with uh, I <laughs> I agree with Rick nineteen. I, I don't know gonna, if I do. I was almost going to call uh, Rick nineteen Chrome Head again or Chrome Dome again. But the thing is, is it's really hard to like what, what what's the range of a grenade? How many squares are we attacking here? Twenty feet, right? Sorry. I mean, I, li- I like Nick's idea. So Nick's idea is that we crack open the door just enough to throw the grenade, right. and the room is only so big. The, I'm pretty sure the detonation range of the incendiary grenade uh, is bigger than that room. If that's feet. the case, then we should supercharge the grenade because you might miss shooting. It's a 15 that's foot uh, radius. Radius, yeah. So 30. Feet. And that room is. That yeah, room it's is 30 foot than 30 feet, right? It 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 would encompass a lot of the room. It's true. Yeah. There we go. Let's let's go back. Let's do it. Uh, are we at all worried about the structural integrity of this vessel throwing grenades into r- small rooms? Probably. If not. you supercharge it, that might I am be. not concerned about the structural integrity of a building that's about to collapse on its own. We'll have to we'll have to shoot one way or the other. That's what I mean. I don't want to exacerbate it. We gotta get out of this place. Alright, well we're all here. Faster the better. Let's throw some grenades. I like how we're like casually having this conversation as we're walking back towards the room <laughs> where we're gonna do this. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. jaunting along. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean for the for the listener, like we're slowly moving our characters through the roll twenty all the yeah. way back through all the, the different rooms. We're just not good. I now. do but, I do like the idea though that like I don't know. You guys have seen literally stuff that is the stuff of nightmares <laughs> in here, and you've almost died. And I think it makes sense that you got to bring some levity to the situation. <laughs> I mean, after all we've been through, we're like, well, oh well, <laughs> cheerfully. Oh well, along. it's fine. It's fine. You just, you just kind of, and ne- as Nico approaches the door panel, he kind of mutters to himself again, "Nothing matters but the truth." He's like, uh, so all right. you all. <laughs> Uh, okay. He goes losing his mind. Don't forget that there are two doors. Mm-hmm. There's right. one that there's like right. So there's there's a first door and then there's another door. Nico opens can... the first one, but as he says this, nothing matters but the truth. He says it kind of casually, kind of like it's a joke. So like, um, as you open that first door, Rick's already got his rifle up, mm-hmm. just in case that bounder made it through the second door already. So and let me step back one more. Just <laughs> well, so you guys can see in there, right? Or no? Uh, is there a window on it? No, but where the doors are, can you see past them? Because I don't have anything preventing you no. from seeing that on roll twenty. No, no. 
Well, we well no. We, so you, you have to take us to the other the other. We map. can't There's see a second past map. that second set of doors. Yeah. Yeah. This, but but you can see past the first set. Yes. Right? The first set, I can see, can see one square, maybe the, two and a half, one and a half squares. We can okay, see four so squares. We can see like the, the airlock. Can see that okay, so put the yourselves office. there. How you're gonna be when you open the door, or are yep. you gonna open it? Because I, I think somebody's gonna need to go in and open the door. I think somebody's gonna need to go open it. Nico's gonna do it. Okay. He's gonna be behind well, Nico. So because he's gonna help him supercharge. Are we talking to the first door or the second door? Second door. Second door. So we're we're already open the first door and there's nothing in there. There's nothing. in Yeah. There. Okay. John. So then Rick will be up front. Remember for this to work, okay. no one should be in that room. If we're gonna Why? go with this like grenade strategy, because like we nobody should be in the next room. You right. Because we're gonna crack the door, throw it in, and close it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Just so he, basically, Nico's got to wire it up so it could be trigger fast. Uh, which Quick fire, I suggest you trigger. try try whatever technique you're gonna do on this door with the other door first. Yep. So you know it'll work. So Nico Ryan's like. I learned this trick back in the old days when my dad was still around to teach me. And what he's going to do on the door panel, and before he does goes over there, he's going to say, Doctor, okay, things might get messy. I think it'd be wise if you step back and we're on medical standby in case some of, one of us goes down. You got to have that emergency heal ready. Uh, I, don't, I don't have emergency heal, but sure. All right. Are we ready? Are we are we are we charging supercharging the grenade? Um yeah, because once we open it, initiative might start, right? So then I might not be able to do it in time. So then Rick Rick is gonna have his artillery laser um actually shift it over to his um non dominant hand. He's gonna be holding the grenade in one hand back towards uh here's Well wait, because like make sure arm it's back. Not empty though. Couldn't couldn't he second? Couldn't Hears hold an action and have it triggered the moment that door opens just a crack? That would even supersede turn meter order, right? Mm, good point. Yeah, mm. I, can, I can hold my weapon. Like, I'll, yep. well, I'll throw it since I have. I think I have better decks than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll throw it into the room, and so that's what I'm saying is I'm holding it back so that Hears can supercharge it. And so yeah, I'll hold my action. So as soon as the door opens, I'm going to chuck it through the door into the middle of the room. Can, so okay. So and then Hears can do the same, right? He can be like, if it opens and we see that there's an alien, I can. He can then do. Supercharge, right? He can then do what, sir? He can then supercharge, supercharge based on the condition the grenade. that it opens and there's an alien. There's a gray bounder. So Nico's opening the door, yep. sorry, right? And then and then as soon as it's open a little bit, you're gonna look here to see if there's an alien. And if there is, you're Rick's just gonna throw it. And if there's not, I think we should just throw the grenade it. without looking. That thing is if, if it's in there, it's yeah, in it there. It could be hidden. Uh, it will cover the entire area, probably, from what you remember the size. All of the right, room. it's it's a risk worth taking using that spell slot. Okay. So I'll do it. Okay, so you're gonna supercharge the grenade. Upon. I've never heard yours cast a spell, so yeah, I can just imagine here. This is a tense moment. It's a tense moment. This is your way. All out. right. So Nico is gonna use this trick uh, that he knows as uh, it's it's part of his hacker specialization, though. Okay. And he's going to create a, a computerized distraction in the door panel. So that way, when it opens, it doesn't open all the way. Okay. So it only opens just a small amount, and then he'll quickly close it as soon as the grenade is back in there. So give me a computer's check for that. All right. Because otherwise, you're going to have a door open all the way. Oh, yeah. Nat- 15 plus 11, 26. Ooh. 
you are you are good job. 100% confident that that when you press open on the door uh, you can control how much it will open perfect so maybe you set it just for like the gap just yep. large enough for and for Rick to as he it. does okay. it he immediately pulls up the screen to close right there so his button is just over the close button so he's ready to just close yep. it okay so okay. Nico looks back one more time and says are we ready Here we go Here's just nods intently. And Nico looks back at everybody else. Rick nods. Rick nods. Dr. OK. Dr. OK. Yes. Will Will is nodding. Dr. OK nods. This is your way out. Nico. No other doors. Nico turns back to the computer <laughs> and he just kind of goes with a little bit of smug satisfaction and goes, quick fire. And he hits the button to open the door. <laughs> God, that's our game. <laughs> You knew it was coming. Ah, you knew it. knew it was coming. <laughs> okay, but before we start the next episode, somebody tell us whether or not we can supercharge a grenade because we can always revert back yeah. before we do it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no, quick. we should oh, sorry, we won't. We're, no, uh-huh. <laughs> we already did this. Hey, this is Kevin. If you're listening to this podcast, you have probably played TTRPGs, right? So I want you to take a minute and like think about your favorite character. Are they religious or are they spiritual or not at all? Like in the real world, I'm agnostic, but that's a conversation for another time. In the game though, you know, Rick, Rick has deep beliefs. We'll explore those later, but I want you to take a minute to think about your character. What have they experienced? Because in the Starfinder universe, like gods definitely exist. Plural, gods, multiple. I mean, in fact, some of them even ride the bus to work. But your character might not have ever seen that. They might not have ever been exposed to anything magical or spiritual, paranormal. So what do they believe in and why? It's just something to think about. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next week on Will Save.